and welcome to These Amazing Places podcast. This is show number 209 for the week of April 23rd, 2012. Welcome, everybody. Here we are again. Uh, Roy is sitting to my right and Doug's sitting to my left, and we're going to have another fun show. So what are we doing this week, Doug? All right. This week, we're going to be going to a uh, very old attraction, and that's the Swiss Family Treehouse. So uh, we'll also have some video of it, which I think is what really captures what it's about. Um, so anyway, we're going to talk about that a little bit, and then we'll head out. All right, everybody. Welcome back. Long break there. <laughs> A nice little chop, chop, chop. Okay, so, um, yeah, uh, Roy's got uh, some notes he put together. I've also added in my little flair of things, and you're not going to be able to tell the difference between our two, but uh, I think we're going to let Roy kind of lead from the beginning just to kind of talk about some of the things. Uh, In reality, as we cover this attraction, um, yeah, we've talked about um, almost every attraction that we have been on or have recorded in Walt Disney World. This one is not so much an audio experience, although we could have probably we could probably rip off some audio of the uh, Swiss Apoca organ. I'm gonna actually though too. I'll tag some other audio uh, into the end of the show. Okay. It has nothing to do with the Swiss Family Treehouse, oh. but it's it's the uh, Philharmonic for harmonic. Harmonic, yeah, off of uh, Main Street. Off of Main I, Street. I tagged okay. him in once before, but I ran into him again. Oh. I tried to do some video, of course. Uh, and of course, the camera I had kind of freaked out on me, but okay. I did get the audio. Cool. I was gonna say because we've run into them and used them on the show before. Well, I actually marched past. behind them back up Main Street to the up near the firehouse, mm-hmm. thinking that it's filming the whole time, and then I wanted to smash the camera because <laughs> I thought this is a cool moment. And no, it wasn't. You missed all. it. Yeah. All right. So the Swiss Family Robinson Treehouse, um, a great attraction. So. A let's... great attraction. Yeah. Really? Yeah. <laughs> all right. It's a tree. No, no it's actually so, it's a tree. <laughs> so we're gonna have a big discussion here because all right, let's just start it off. This first is called of all, a smackdown. Anyway. First of all, Roy found some notes online, and uh, basically there was a re- review on there that said, uh, "Don't visit this attraction." And uh, <laughs> no, I think that's a, I do think that's a mistake. Oh yeah, yeah. just think, for the visual of it. Right. From being right. up there and seeing the park from there. Right. It's six stories high. It's really cool up there. And so. it's a classic. It's been there since day one. And if you if you ever saw the movie, and, and perhaps if if you were born in the <laughs> late seventies, eighties, even maybe the nineties, and the movie came out in nineteen sixty, so uh, or in the sixties, so perhaps you haven't seen the movie, but if you have, it's it's pretty cool. And even if you haven't, it's, it's neat to see well, the way they've got the yeah. And so if you haven't, up. grab it on DVD. Yeah, yeah, check it out. It's it's pretty cool. But they've got you know. Things they got off the ship and, and set up camp on, on this island and in the tree and and again it's all it's all about to me the detail that the Disney detail that uh, could very easily have just been forgotten about but they really went the extra effort and really made it a very detailed attraction and even though you got to walk up steps it's not handicap accessible uh, I think it's a nice thing to do in the first part of the day before your legs are too tired. Well said, and I th- this is what I'd like to do. I'd like to sell it. I know it sounds weird, but I'd like to sell it to people why you should visit this attraction. I, I don't want to say you'd visit it, you know, every time you go, 
but I think it's important that you check it out at least in detail once, you know? The next time you go, in fact, some of these things that I've looked up and got some uh, information about, it's like, oh, uh, I didn't remember seeing that, so I want to kind of take your time and go through. And, and we talk about these things some, sometimes, you know, like, um, I remember that audio, in fact, we played it on a show, Roy, it was a while back, but you were with us, it was in 2009 when we were looking at the sparkles of something that was in the pavement over there by, um, uh, that's the an echo. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. they're like, uh, um, what is it you call that stuff? Fiber. Fiber optic mm -hmm. that's in the pavement. In the tile. Yeah. yeah in, the, in the brick. And yeah. The stone. And, and stuff like that, and, uh, there's, there's tons and tons of examples like that where, if you're not really paying attention, you're just kind of walking through and you're just like, eh, whatever, I'm walking and I don't care what's going on, my feet hurt, whatever. Yeah, you're not paying attention, but you can really pay attention to some of those things and this is one of those attractions where you can actually go through and be like, oh wow, that's interesting. Oh, that's interesting. It's kind of like one of those things that, uh, I don't know, just something to think about as you're, as you're touring. And yeah, if you're, if you're only going to Walt Disney World every two, three, four, five years, you're going to want to hit all the major attractions and you're not going to care about the Swiss Family Treehouse and you're not going to spend a lot of time on it. Well, tell me where else but, Where else in the park are you going to get the same view? That's true. I know you could go to the top of, uh, well, of uh, Splash Mountain, but it's quick and you're only going to yeah, see one side. Yeah, you're there for two seconds. Yeah, so, um, exactly. the flying carpets you're going to see up yeah. high, yeah. but I don't think it's six stories. It's quick. No. So no. there's well, not very many places to where you can stand, too, because okay. it's not real busy and mm -hmm. look out. This is one of those perks, and I would say to your answer to your question, my opinion of being able to see the parks, the only way would be either, and it's not in the park, it's over at Bay Lake. See Bay Lake from there, that's as high, or I mean it's higher. Um, the other side of the park on, um, whatever that called, Astro Orbiter. Yeah. And we got yeah. out of Astro Orbiter and we stood there and we kind of looked out. Now you, they kind of only let you have like, you know, 30 seconds. You don't really have time to sit. But I remember Alex took some pictures mm -hmm. and it was a cool view of the Magic Kingdom that you don't get to see because mm -hmm. Hardly ever are you on the second, well, it's higher than the second floor, but anyway. Um, it might be three stories, you know. Astro yeah. Orbiter? Yeah. Yeah, so this, I mean, is I, I was struck by it. I didn't even think about it until I got up there and then looked out. Looked around. around. Thought, this yeah. is cool. Yeah, mm -hmm. uh, it's hard to even realize at some points that you're still in in Magic Kingdom. Mm -hmm. Yep. Because you have so many of the kind of leaves around you. Right, you're surrounded by the, the tree. Yeah, and you can actually see, I mean, you can see the park mm -hmm. below and you can hear the sounds. It's just, I don't know, it was such a different view that that that's what that's what kind of struck me about the whole thing. Yeah. That I think it's worth going up there and just looking out. Yeah. Well, and, and each, each scene that you're going to come to, and I don't know how many rooms there are, areas there are, there's, I mean, six, seven, eight yeah. different areas. You can stand there for a good really not that you would 10-15 minutes and just look through again the detail and then there's plaques by each one that yeah explain plaques what it that is say things looking. and then the, you know the, whether it be a desk with books and you know trying to read what books they have and yeah. things like that and uh, you know it's one of those times when you just slow down and, and we've gone enough that it's nice to slow down sometimes mm -hmm. okay so before we get into those I don't want to jump right to those right away because I'd like to give a basic overview just just to give a similar, you know, we can probably do this off the top of our heads. What we do with each attraction. Yeah, it's like what we do with every attraction. And I know we've gotten comments, I think iTunes, they commented to say, hey, guys, thanks for going through everything. It gives you good tour tips and that stuff. Um, this is an easy one we can talk about. And it's most a tree. Of you, yeah, it's a tree. <laughs> um, but there are a couple things we should note. Um, first of all, yes, it is a tree. 
However, um... It's a fake tree. It's actually several tons, and it has, I think they said, 13,000 fake leaves or something like that. 30,000. How about, about, about 300,000? 300, is it really? No, see. Yeah. <laughs> so it isn't just a tree. Now yeah. is it, Mr. Roy? Um, <laughs> and those roots, how deep do they go? <laughs> <laughs> I just put some of that stuff in there. But in case you're wondering, 42 feet into the ground. Um, but, the, wow. but this tree actually is very similar to the tree of life over in the animal kingdom because the leaves are fake. Um, I know for a fact that when they were building the animal kingdom tree of life, they used this as kind of like their beta test to see how leaves reacted. I know that they are they were really adamant about making the tree of life leaves work well in sun and have all the hurricane wind strengths and all that stuff. And I'm almost certain that that um, the Swiss Family Robinson Treehouse is one of those things that helped give them that test and get that. So in a way, it's sort of like climbing the tree of life, but. Uh, but I think the Tree of Life has a t totally different storyline. You should go check out the Tree of Life, too. And it's not, obviously, not, you know, climbing steps, so you're not going to be as tired. But yeah, that would be cool, that wouldn't it? That would be steps awesome. Up to that, the tree. that would be really cool, actually. Yeah, it'd be pretty but, high up, though. Because that's a six lot Six stories, taller. though. Is it, is it still just six stories? I don't know. Uh, it looks much it taller. It looks much bigger. Yeah, because okay. remember, it's an oil rig that they built that thing. Um, yeah, that's just, true. Well, and, oh, well, nothing really goes over 200 feet, so it couldn't be over 200 right. feet. Right, it's, mm -hmm. it's probably 198. Yeah. Yep, that's true. Yeah. So, um, yeah, and that's well over six stories, so. Yeah. But, um, okay, so uh, let's do uh, some of the basics. Uh, so the first thing is their steps. We talked about that. There is not an elevator, so if you have anyone like Wheelchair, Doug's, accessible, Doug's son, Connor can't, or anybody can't. who has mobility problems, they're not going to want to do this. Yeah. Also, something to consider, small kids. Um, I don't remember there being an issue with any of the slots being big where kids would fall out. Disney's really, really good about the safety and security of that kind of stuff. Uh, obviously, if they can get up steps, there should be fine. And it's not like the steps are all one level. Like, you could, it winds around, and so if you're afraid of your kid's falling or whatever, it's, I don't think it's that Yeah, there was a, a small deal. child in the video in front of me. Is there? Yeah, okay. He, yeah, he never struggled. Yeah, you go, you, yeah, you go up a while, way. and you have, there's a landing, and right. there's a scene, and you know if, if you want to hang out, people can go walk by you. It's yeah. not like you have. And there's to plenty keep of room to let them walk right. by you. Yep. Um, but there are a lot. What is it? 106? Is that what what the number 116 was? 116. 116 steps. So it's quite a few um, overall. Um, in terms of touring this attraction, it's not going to be an e-ticket attraction. Um, mm -hmm. It does get. I remember when we went, uh, we went back in 2008 when we went, and it was sort of, like it wasn't a long line, but it, people were taking their time on the steps, and so it kind of got clogged in areas, especially around the rooms as people were looking around, and that's just because it's summer and it was in the middle of everyone being there and people were there. We went in the morning, so it was cooler. I think people wanted to go in the morning uh, just for that sake. I don't know if this is an attraction you'd visit in the afternoon when your legs are tired, when it's blazing hot outside, and uh, I don't know. You know, too, I'm thinking if you have height problems, not me, height, you know, <laughs> right. being short, but I mean, you have a problem with just being up high, you yeah. might not enjoy this so much. Oh. Because, yeah, yeah you're kind of hanging out there. I mean, it's not like you're in a glass enclosed stairway mm -hmm. walking right. up or anything. Right. That's true. And so, and it is, it's pretty high. And you can look. I mean, when you see that, that bucket, that bamboo bucket coming uh -huh. up, yeah, I mean, you trail it up. It's, it's up there. Yeah. yeah. Something to consider. Um, 
Yeah, other than that, um, yeah, I, I would say the only thing, I would give you one perk in this. You are very close to one of the most amazing treats in Walt Disney World right here. Exactly. That's <laughs> I thought about this when we were going through notes and stuff. So go grab a Dole Whip yeah. either before or after this trek. Enjoy it, soak it in, take your time, and relax. And I think this attraction will be very good for... Yeah, you probably can't take it on, so... Yeah. Yeah, you'd have to... Have to do but I saw a lot of people doing that. They oh, all really? bunched up there. Either when they were coming off or getting ready to go onto the tree, they were, people were bunching up because there are a lot of little benches and stuff uh -huh. around in there. People were bunched into those areas eating Dole Whip, <laughs> Yeah. Which I was one of them, so that's no. how I got a chance to see uh -huh. what everybody was doing. Mm -hmm. So, you're right, though. That's the best treat. Well, Mallow... We'll throw it in. Now the orange bird's back, so you can actually go up around the corner and get the citrus swirl. And oh, yeah. That's back up into, what's the place called? Sunshine Terrace. Tree Terrace. Sunshine Tree Terrace, yeah. yeah. You can probably buy a little souvenir there, too. Yes, you um, can. sure. You can get the little orange bird, all kinds of merchandise. They yep. just happen to have it there. In fact, they should have a photo pass shot right there. Wouldn't yeah. that be cool if you're standing just next to the orange bird? Just give them a little bird? bit. figure it out. <laughs> cool. That'd be awesome, though. Yeah, put a photo pass guy up in the tree. Have him take a picture of you up there. Oh, yeah. There you go. <laughs> you, you get that photo pass plus and yeah. yeah. Tell him to follow well, you up. Hey, come on. You got to go up with me all the way up to the top and take a picture of me up there. It's supposed to be, uh, it's an attraction, and the photo pass plus is all about the attractions. All right. You're supposed to be able to have your little shots from stuff and... I don't know. Your action shot coming down the steps. Yeah. You know, the, the camera flashes. Yeah, really. <laughs> Every step, 116 <laughs> pictures later. Yeah, really. <laughs> hey, that'll be worth the price, then. Yeah, yeah really. That's true, yeah. Give me yeah. that CD. Yeah. You gotta work for your money, buddy. <laughs> uh, cool. All right, well. Okay, so as we enter uh, this attraction, so uh, a couple things to look at first. Um, first off, if you haven't, Hey, dinner's done. <laughs> dinner's done. <laughs> anyway. Um, if you haven't paid attention to this before, um, back back when the, uh, I don't think it was right when the Magic Kingdom opened, but they used to have the swan boats that circled the Magic Kingdom and the moat and stuff that was around there. Yeah. Um, but, it, but there's a river. You know, there's a moat that travels around uh, the Magic Kingdom castle, the Cinderella castle there. The moat actually connects with all the waterways that travel throughout the Magic Kingdom, including the Jungle Cruise, and the waterway actually goes right close to, in fact, it is the same, I'm pretty sure it's the same water that the buckets are traveling up on this on this attraction, the Swiss Family Treehouse. So, as you enter, you actually cross over this waterway, just something to keep in mind. While you travel up the tree, go ahead and check, take a look and watch where the water is, see if you can figure it out. I know that a lot of it is hidden. There's trees and stuff that hide the waterways, so you can't really exactly tell where it goes. Um, I think Google Maps, you can see some of it, how it goes and travels, but um, just something to keep in mind. Disney has actually designed the waterways in all their parks. I think it's all their parks, according to what we were talking about earlier, Right. Uh, where it, if it floods or rains or there's a hurricane or something, they actually can control the amount of water inside the park so it never floods or does anything so it's just something interesting that that waterway is always something they control and it they, in other words because of that they can keep it right at the level they want right close to attractions and things and and it works well which makes sense for the jungle cruise because i would imagine if the jungle cruise had too much water or too less that would mm -hmm. be bad well a lot of stuff you know? i mean because it's also in the main lake the erosion there's a lot of stuff that'll go on that if mm -hmm. they couldn't control the water level yeah, they would have a lot more problems. So yeah. Yeah. So anyway, take a check check that out uh, on your way over. 
uh, as you cross the bridge. And then, so we'll start right off at the beginning of the of the, the attraction. Notice when you first check when you first walk out onto the bridge, look and see what the what it's made of. You have the plank walkway, the oars that they kind of made, and then there's cannons at the entrance that are actually kind of guarding the entrance, just like the Swiss Family Treehouse story. You know, they needed to guard themselves from the pirates that were coming, and or might come, yeah. and or might come or whatever. And it's it's funny how you you talk of this, and it makes sense. They stuck it in Adventureland, Pirates of the Caribbean's right down the way. You know, they're guarding from pirates, and I could imagine that that's true. That that'd be that's something true. they could incorporate into a little storyline if they wanted to, um, for any you know any reason, at any time. Uh, something else to check out as you walk through and look at all the rooms. Notice that they made uh, lots of different things from stuff that they found on the island. Uh, there's a sink that's made from a large clamshell, a oven that's made from a volcanic stone, and a water system that's made from ropes and bamboo. Uh, just kind of cool to think about the concept, and I know the movie was built on this concept that, hey, we're stranded here, what are we going to do? Let's do this elaborate thing. And they actually, in the movie, it's just this humongous, tree, awesome tree yeah. house booking thing and and i don't know if you guys when i was a kid i always thought about building a tree house well, it's and, fascinating you know, it thing. is yeah. it is to think about and uh the fact that they did that actually i was thinking about another disney thing and you guys sitting here both were interested in it but wouldn't it be cool if they actually used some of these things in like lost on the tv show because they sort of yeah. made like you know they took the shipwreck and they formed it but they didn't have a tree house of course mm -hmm. yeah but we've already had that talk about what was it river country river country yeah that they should turn that island into lost there and have go. it as an adult place uh -huh. not to where you have drinking and all that but basically it's more of like you know the adult themed uh -huh. uh, adults would ride a sub over there you would go there you who knows i mean they could yeah. work in attractions they could do all kind of, I, I guess i'm tween to adult i guess i, I guess you could take anybody over yeah you know, that, but i don't know i just not work i just want to see awesome the smoke idea. monster and i actually <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah well that as long as it's sweet. chase and roy and not yeah. you right <laughs> i don't know it's just the sounds and noises i could just see disney imagineering taking yeah, but i mean they could do i don't so. know See, we're getting into the last show. But I yeah, know. I mean, there's so but, many things that they could adapt into to make an awesome attraction. Yeah. Anyway. Um, okay, so not only are there things that they created out of the stuff they found, but they also salvaged some of their wreck things. For example, they had lamps, furniture, mirrors, and different things. And so as you go throughout the attraction, look for those different knickknacks well, here and The music box so. would have had to have come from the ship. That's not something they yeah. could build. I was struck by the fact that it's at one of the highest points in the tree. The organ? Yeah. 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 I, I like to see, okay, who who did that? I, I've, seen the, that? I've seen the movie. They did they, they put it on a rope and pulled it, it all the way up there, to. correct? Yeah, Which, I don't remember. But even getting it off the ship. and Yeah, it would have been. You know, it was on the rocks. and Yeah. Seriously. I don't remember. It's been a long time since I've Somebody seen pulled their back out on that one. <laughs> I just know. Yeah. Yeah, really. <laughs> a little pixie dust there to get yeah. it from... Yeah. From the ship over into the tree. I think so. I think so. Um, but yeah, but so, and that's where some of the audio that you can listen to on this attraction comes from. The actual Swiss Apoca song is playing from the organ yeah. as you get up there. I've actually got that recorded. So Do you? Okay. Yeah, I could actually, I'll try to feed it in. Feed it somewhere in. Somewhere into this part. Okay, cool. Um, also, in the kitchen, uh, little nuances and things are in there. Uh, on the kitchen table, there's a Bible and a dictionary, and they basically, there's a little plaque on the wall that says something about the fact that knowledge is 
still something that we want to thirst for, even though we're stranded on this island and we're really not, you know. They, it was just all about the Swiss Family Robinson um, family and how learning is still something important even though they're stranded on a desert island. So something kind of neat and unique if you look around for the plaque. Well, they found out, yeah, in, within the movie that, that actually it was more of an adventure in life being on the island mm -hmm. because they right. were creating and doing stuff than what they had in everyday life. Yep. Um, and then as you make your way down and exit the attraction, notice that the Swiss flag is flying and um, I pulled this from another website. I, I, I think it's true, but uh, I, I hate to say it that way, but the fact that this is the only non-American flag flown outside a Disney attraction every day. So... Um, well, we had a conversation about World Showcase, and, but I don't know that flags are flying in World Showcase. Yeah. There are flags present in World Showcase, but... And that may be the... Probably a true statement. Yeah, and it might also be, I don't know, they might take it down every day and put it back up. In mm -hmm. other words, it's right. just like the American flag in the... Uh, in fact, we should probably do a... Sh we, it's not in a full show, but the fact that they have that flag ceremony in, mm -hmm. uh, in, in Town in Square. The, yeah. In Town Square, Magic Kingdom. I think it's 5 o'clock is when they take it down. And you actually, if you are a veteran, you can actually volunteer to be one of the flag bearers so, flag, so to speak and fold yeah. the flag and all that stuff so that's kind of a cool little honor that happens every day in the park in the magic kingdom um and then the other other thing to mention about this attraction just kind of a little known fact it was one of only three operating attractions open during opening day of october 1st 1971 in walt disney world so something kind of interesting there and we tried to count it up and we couldn't <laughs> really giving you the stink eye yeah. <laughs> He doesn't think it's true. I yeah. think I think what we'll do, I, I'll look it up and then uh, then we'll have a fight next show about it. <laughs> yeah, SmackDown fight. No, I don't know. This also gives somebody uh, maybe they'll email us and say, "No, you're wrong." Hey, that's fine. I'll give you my reference if you email us. I, I'm dead set on giving you my reference, and it's a pretty notable notable uh, source. That's not somebody who just puts up some blog somewhere about. Whatever, yeah. Tinkerbell does this, and nah, 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 yeah, you know? and the rumor mill says <laughs> rumor mill, yeah. yeah, yeah. So anyway, something cool to note about this attraction. So, other than that, the visuals of yeah, we can talk about it. We can play some audio. We'll put um, the video up though. I will get the video done and I'll put it up. I forgot to tell you. Also, back in 2008, I took a lot of these pictures as we traveled. Okay. So I will post those to our Flickr account. Um, so if you guys want to look those at, at look at those. And some of the details, actually, we could probably, in our description on Flickr, we could probably, you know, type out some of the details that we talk about on this show, if we want. Okay. If anybody's interested. I know I've done that on some other things, like in Animal Kingdom. Yeah, you put a lot of detail on it. Yeah, so. Um, yeah, other than that, I think this is one of those places that, again, when you're not looking down and looking up and looking all around and listening and paying attention to the detail, it kind of just becomes one of those bland attractions to you. But if you're interested and you want to seek out more and see where the detail is in the Disney parks and how they put so much into it, I think it'll really help. The, I yeah. just I still go to the fact that it's just a view that you're not going to get anywhere else that in the park. That's true. And so I would especially even think that your kids would be fascinated to just be up there and look look up from how high they are and see the park from that, that view. Mm -hmm. You're not going to do that anywhere else. And yeah, for some reason it never struck me. I guess I didn't think about how high the thing was until mm -hmm. I was almost, probably three up quarters there. of the way up. I, I, I do remember the first time I was up there and, and looked out and, and realized the view and how nice it was. Yeah. 
So it, I would definitely say get up there just to try that. Well, in my opinion, I, when I think about the view, I also think about, um, well, first, you're in Florida, so it's flat. And then the only thing, if you think about it, as you drive around Florida and you look around Walt Disney World when you're driving or whatever, you really only see those things that are tall that poke out. For example, I, I was looking at some of my videos I shot when we were riding the Disney bus, and I'm like looking out across like Coronado Springs, and sure enough, right behind it is like the Swan and Dolphin. Just like crazy, like it looks like it's right yeah. there, but it's, you know, off in the distance. And um, not only that, but when you're, I think of, uh, uh, Animal Kingdom when you're riding Expedition Everest and you're tr climbing that first hill yeah, you can see uh, and you look What is it? You can, you can see Tower of Terror Tower of yeah. Terror is yeah, there. there. Yeah, and you look and you can see the Swan and Dolphin You can yeah. see like all those like High attractions because it's so flat out there, right? And the fact that you are obviously pretty high. But yeah, you realize though I mean even though the parks are large They're not really taking that big of a footprint out of the what? How many acres? Were they? They're like 400 and... It's know. a lot. It's a lot. Mile or something. It's a yeah. lot. Uh, 23.5 square miles. Is that what it is? Yeah. Okay. But, and so you realize, wow, even though it seems like these things would take up such a large amount of the acreage. Well, I don't know. Summit Plummet at uh, Blue oh, Blue yeah. Beach, have you ever done that? You get a, yeah. you, at the top of that, you're, and it's nice because you have time usually to, to just look around and take it in. And it's amazing how flat it is, and you, but you can see the dolphin and the swan and, mm -hmm. the, and the ball and and you're right how just a little it seemed like a little footprint you know here's Epcot and then off in the distance you see the Magic Kingdom but it, it's a flat area and it's nice anytime you can get some elevation and really kind of mm -hmm. take it in yeah yeah and and we've said all those things but it's still there is no attraction where you can't just stand okay yeah you could, probably could go to Summit Plummet and just you're stand gonna, there I mean honestly I could have stood for Five minutes. Uh, at, it's like their bedroom at the top of the tree, which is probably the highest, the peak of the mm. tree. I could have stood there for five minutes and let people just go by, and then I could have stood there and just looked around. Yeah. And mm -hmm. I mean, the only reason why I moved on at that point uh, was I gave everybody a view through the camera and then moved from that point just so I kept continued to move mm -hmm. right. the video. Right. Uh, so, yeah, I mean, but, there's really no time limit that you can stay up there. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I'm sure, and I have to say this, and I'm not sure if it's open during when it's dark. Because I know that some attractions close at certain times, and when they're extra magic hours, this is not one that's open during extra magic. But it, I bet at night, it's awesome to also do another walk up and check yeah, it out. Yeah, I don't so. know how late that stays open. Yeah, yeah. I know that I walk you could fall by on the it. Steps I, and... Yeah, I walk by it and it's been roped off. Yeah. Okay. But I don't know what the timeline is. I'd be interested, even at sunset or something, where you can actually get up there when it's... The well, lighting like is different. Like trying to do Everest at night, like trying to do yes. a lot of attractions at night. Yes. And that's what I just explained to somebody uh, who was actually working with us to book a trip. Please just make sure that you're in the parks at night too because they're a whole different environment mm -hmm. yep. when you're there. Yep. And a lot of people don't get that. They stay until 5 and then they're screaming and yelling at each other and they leave. Right. And right. they never see what Tomorrowland looks like when it's dark. Oh, yeah. I mean, that's, that's a great the first one. one that pops into my head. <laughs> uh -huh. But you know what? We were in Animal Kingdom. Yeah. Right before dark, when those lights came on, those string lights. Yeah. It was amazing. Mm -hmm. yeah. And there's pictures on our Flickr site. But the, it was amazing. It was amazing. Yeah. So I, I just would like for people to see that because it's an attraction in its own when the lights sure. come on Absolutely. and the parks transform and you're not beaten down by the heat anymore. And, mm -hmm. yeah. So. Well, I don't know if you guys know this, but there's an actual like part of Imagineering that is only about light design. 
And when they do light design, yeah, you think of inside attractions, but the light design is actually done outside as well. So when it's dark, and if you think about dark, you know, at the time ratio, the amount of time you're in a park when it's dark is very small compared to the amount of time you're in when it's light. Yeah. And the sun's up. So. Okay. But anyway. That's right. uh, the Swiss Family Swiss Robinson Family Treehouse. Robinson. And then some. Check it out. So, all right. We will take a break and be right back. All right, everybody. So thanks so much for tagging along this week on this week's show. Uh, I'm happy to say that two weeks in a row, Roy's been with us. It's been a good time. Yeah. <laughs> I think uh, maybe we'll do it again next week. <laughs> if we have the Actually, opportunity. Actually, we have something different coming for next week. Oh, okay. So Aren't you going to be down? I will be in the parks. Yeah, on let's the tell them. 26th and 27th, so look for tweets. Okay. I'm probably going to be doing quite a bit of that. So. Cool. And who knows, I might throw something in through Ustream. You never know. Yeah. You never I don't know, know what else happen. You never know when it comes to me. That's so. very true. Doug is yeah. very random. Yeah. Like, I'll type up this whole big thing of, Doug, yeah. turn left here, turn right here. We need to do this attraction. Yeah. And, like, I'll Doug look at... Doug sees a shiny object. Yeah, exactly. He's, he's lost. <laughs> oh, that's yeah. very true. Yeah, that's pretty much the way uh. it is. There is no spreadsheet when I hit the parks. <laughs> It just kind of, yep, hit the ground and run. He's lucky he even made it to the right room at the right time to check in. So. Yeah, yeah, that's true. What's the reason why I end up injuring my feet? Because, like most people, they would walk through the park, like World Showcase and everything one time and see everything they wanted to see, but not me. Yeah. I wander by things, and so I end up walking the thing 15 times to try to hit every attraction. So, uh, anyway. That's funny. Whatever. That's what makes it enjoyable. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, so thanks so much for checking out our show. Uh, just something that kind of came up this week. Uh, don't forget you can call Roy's 1-800 number if for some reason something is not working online or whatever, our podcast uh, email or whatever is not working. Uh, please let us know. Uh, you know, if you try the email and it doesn't get you anything, you know, send us something. Uh, generally, uh, I didn't even think about this until we started recording the show. If you are somewhere and you, are, you don't have access to your email or you're at a home, computer somewhere and you don't want to log into your email on a public computer you can always go to our website theseamazingplaces.com click on the contact page and just fill out some information that sends us all your information obviously we want to make you know you don't have to put in your email your name or where you're from but it helps us uh, when you submit that information because then we can respond to you and help you out if there's anything you wanted to say so anyway just something to put out there especially if um, things like uh, over in World Showcase where they have that, what is it, the Odyssey? They're supposed to be, that. what was that, like a docking station where you could like charge your phone? Yeah, they were supposed to that. do that around, uh, what was that, last year, around food and wine. I I don't think they ever did it. I think it, maybe okay. it was just a rumor, I don't know. But things like know, that. But there are places to, right near the Odyssey, there are outlets that you can plug into. <laughs> Doug so found them? Just go over a couple of times. somewhere near the restrooms. Or <laughs> by the pay phones. But let's put it this way, too. There's another good, I'll throw this in there last minute. Um, usually, wherever you see a pay phone or a restroom, there's an outlet. So, if you are in desperate need to plug in and charge, Roy's go. looking at me like, Thief. <laughs> Energy. And, yes, that's it. And uh, volume two of Doug's books. Don't forget the courtesy restrooms that he enjoys yes. still. <laughs> yes. Uh, yes. I know that Connor was you. Companion bathrooms. They Connor's are. going back with you sometime. You yeah, I think going... we're going to try to go back in September. Okay, cool. So, so you might hit the courtesy restrooms again. <laughs> they are 
they're a nice break in the day. Let's put it that way. <laughs> oh yeah. my god. Of course, you know, people have things to take care of in there, but it's air conditioned and it's away from the noise. And anyway, yeah. like, let's not make this anyway, a bathroom this show. Anyway, really it ended, ended well. <laughs> <laughs> Roy, Roy was, everybody, yeah. let's let Roy say his goodbye so for the show. Because there's the a good chance the you're, yeah, you're never awesome. going to hear from Roy again. <laughs> this is it. That is awesome. Yeah. Oh, goodness. All right, everybody. Well, let's get out of here before we say something else even more embarrassing. Okay. <laughs> Have a great week. Thanks. Yeah. See ya. This podcast has been brought to you by theseamazingplaces.com. Copyright 2012. Thanks for listening. Thank you.